Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Get flipped. Been marching in. That was 
way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Love like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports fam. We up in this thing. Shout out to the Who That Nation. Appreciate, appreciate you guys joining us for another episode of the Coma. This one entitled Latest on the Saint on Sean Payton's the Sean Payton sweepstakes. We up in this thing. So please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Also, please feel free to share the show's links on your social media feed, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, doesn't matter. Wherever you socialize, take the coma with you, baby. Much love to you. And this one, family. What's really intriguing and interesting is things are starting to pick up this week. Teams are interviewing co- uh, former head coach of the Saints, Sean Payton, which is a big shooter drop for the rest of the Saints offseason because uh, by getting rid of Coach Payton, it closed the door on his tenure. And what it does is it, it opens up potential draft capital that the Saints need for this year because we surrendered capital to acquire what potentially could be the rookie of the year. And Chris Olave is a finalist amongst uh, several other fantastic rookies that played like Sauce Gardner and the rest of these guys. Chris Olave was absolutely phenomenal. He did have some flubs in the season, drop passes, fumbles, stuff like that. But overall, he was absolutely fantastic and did all that with a bullcrap quarterback at the top of the, uh, the team, a despondent offense. He still shined. It would just be, it'd just be amazing if we had a steady quarterback that would have played for the, the summation of the season what kind of numbers he really would have yielded somebody that can get the ball deep to him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, on a consistent basis, it could, you know, it could just blew my mind how really powerful the numbers could have been for Chris Olave and could really have taken this thing and a runaway for the record of the year. So uh, shout out to the fam. We did give up capital to get him. Didn't really get too much for Chauncey Gardner Johnson, but for Sean Payton, the saints could get very important first round uh, capital this year should be for next year in, in picks, along this year to help add to the picks that they have so we can have a solid draft class and bringing people in. Of course, Dennis Allen is a whole nother matter altogether of what the Saints do in the offseason. He must then take what they do in the offseason into the end season and make the success that's in the offseason into the end season. He must indoc- you know, pull that in, incorporate that in a successful manner. He failed last year. My analysis on him is not any better coming up in this upcoming year, but really what's really positive is the fact that the pressure is on him unlike it was last year. The microscope is affixed to him, and he definitely has to show up or be shown the dough. Me personally, I don't think he does step up and do anything, but that's a whole nother matter. That's a whole nother show. But anyway, with that being said, shout out to the entire Who That Nation. Appreciate you guys being up in this thing as you come in. Please feel free to hit the like button and share on your social media. This is one of the articles we're going to go over from CBS talking about Denver. We also have one about the Carolina Panthers, and it's starting to look like it might be a two-horse race at this point. It's still very early on, but it's appearing to be a two-horse race between uh, the Broncos and the P- 
Panthers. That's what it appears right now, even though a lot of family members would love to see him go to the Texans because of the draft capital. I would love to see that. They got a lot better, you know, a better uh, a group of draft picks that can help us out. Not to mention it sends him to the AFC where we don't have to deal with his tail unless maybe one time a year. So that that's also a positive. Anyway, let's go over this. We also going to cover this. We also going to talk about uh, the quarterback situation and we got something to talk about with Ronald Curry. We're going to cover that all on this episode of the coma. So let's get into it and get it popping and snapping. Sean Payton landing spots. Broncos remain in strong position to acquire former Saints coach. Remember, it's the Walmart group that has the deep pockets. They are they already knew some time ago when they fired Paul. They gave Paul. I like to say this. They gave Paul Hackett the hatchet. Got rid of him, cut him loose, and they were affixed to Sean Payton then. They already did the early investigation. If you go back and listen to even some of the uh, reports that was in the media covering around Denver, they were kind of zoning in on Coach Payton uh, before the season. And then when the season happened, they knew he was the guy they wanted to pair with Russell Wilson. Of course, it does fit Coach Payton's narrative, which he said late, mid to late first round pick. They have a late pick there. Uh, and also what's interesting is the fact that they do have a veteran quarterback that he can work well with with his system. So de- the defense is a good defense. They have a good special teams unit right there. So uh, he steps in there. It's, it's instant success. If he can successfully bring his offense uh, and his staff to Denver, maybe prime time is recruiting him, you know, to come to Colorado, perhaps. But at the end of the day, I, I think, and, and, and then, of course, the rumor, and I've said this before on previous streams, family, word on the street is that Denver is the team that is has the most, you know, pinpointing on him. They really want him bad. So we'll see what that means. So anyway, let's get into this article right here. I'm going to give you two of them. NFL newest and wealthiest ownership group could be poised to make a blockbuster coaching hire. And remember, the Walmart group, these people usually get what they want. That's how spoiled and entitled they are. But the Broncos franchise became the home of the NFL's wealthiest ownership group, the Walton Penner family of Walmart fame back in August. And now, according to multiple reports, it appears they could soon become the home of arguably the most sought after coach of the current hiring cycle. And really, it was between two coaches. They wanted an establishment coach. They were looking at Harbaugh. They wanted Jim Harbaugh and they were looking at Sean Payton. When Harbaugh went back to Michigan, Coach Payton became the, the center focus of what they really wanted. So anyway, uh, the Broncos are very strong position to be able to acquire and sign the former Super Bowl champion head coach in the Northern Saints, according to a report by Washington Post. This was posted, uh, uh, you know, yesterday, the NFL media reported the same on Tuesday with Tom Pelissero saying on the inside, it sure seems like, though, if Peyton is going to take a job in this cycle, everything's lining up for Denver. That's the word on the street I kept getting. It's from, you know, people saying that Denver has the inside track, but we'll see. Peyton currently an NFL analyst for Fox said on multiple occasions that one of the things he values in NFL coaching situation is working with a stable ownership group. Something Denver has now, the Saints still hold the contractual rights to Peyton and any team that hires him will have to create a trade package to send him to New Orleans. The last NFL coaching trade took place in 06 when Kansas City sent the Jets fourth round pick for Herm Edwards. (laughs) Uh, That's, you know, for for Herm. Denver's the first team I was able to have a conversation with their owner. This is what Peyton said. So it'll go, he says, so it'll go team uh, to Saints. And then the interview process can officially begin until the seven. When this is, you know, before the 17th. With Peyton now available to interview in person, he armed himself with information from that team. Now the Broncos 
have the type of pick they acquired from the 49ers in 2023 first round pick through a trade with the Dolphins that sent linebacker Bradley Chubb to South Beach. The Dolphins acquired that pick as a part of the 49ers leap from the 12th overall pick to the third overall pick in the 21 draft to select Trey Lance. If Peyton does become the next Broncos coach, he's willing to work with quarterback Russell Wilson since one of the first things the new ownership did was sign a 34-year passer to a five-year, $245 million agreement. So they have to pair him with the coach because you can't get rid of Russell. You kind of bought into Russell Wilson. Now you got to bring uh, Sean Payton in there to help him out. And this is the type of quarterback that Sean Payton, uh, pro- he would have success with a Russell Wilson, to be honest. He, he, he could teach Russell the game the offense and Russell smart enough to, to to thrive in that thing. So yeah, if you talk about fits, you know, proper fit for coach Peyton, Denver would definitely be that. It's just the compensation package. It's not as, uh, as, uh, I guess as, as attractive as some of the others. This is another one here. That's coming from you from sports illustrated report, everything lining up for Broncos to hire Peyton. And then this is what they break down. And they talk about more of this now outside of the Denver uh, situation. Let me play for you guys uh, some updates right here. And this is coming from the insiders here with their thoughts on what's going on. Y'all put one in the chat if you can hear this properly. Okay, y'all, here we go. His second interview this week, Houston Texans were on Monday, Denver Broncos in Los Angeles for multiple hours. Uh, that happened yesterday. Then he's got the Carolina Panthers in New York with owner Dave Tepper later this week. And as of right now, that is it for Sean Payton, Mike. And the Arizona Cardinals also have a request in. They've received permission. All of these teams, the teams are willing to meet the Saints asking price, which is a first rounder and likely more. So they are in business and they are ready to do the deal if they, in fact, end up doing the deal. And really, uh, for Sean Payton, I think there's a couple things. One, uh, all of these teams represent interesting and different opportunities. So it's really a matter of him deciding what he wants. Russell Wilson in Denver, obviously. Houston Texans do not have a quarterback. Will likely be picking one at number two. Carolina Panthers also do not have a quarterback. Does he want an established one? Does he want to help pick his own? Where does the cap space land? Some teams have general managers, like, say, the Denver Broncos. Some teams uh, also also Houston Texans, of course. Uh, and, and look, there's varying degrees of would he get final say? Would he not? A lot here at stake for Sean Payton and a lot of decisions to be made. All right, that's inside of Ian Rappaport's uh, call on the Sean Payton situation. I'm also going to play this interview, too, uh, from him that in just a moment. But as you can see, like we've been talking about, it's like, man, the proper fit, if you're talking about teams lining up for Coach Payton, it became down to those four teams. Houston does have the, the beautiful selection of picks. But once again, Peyton, we know Peyton doesn't do well in developing young quarterbacks out of the draft, although he can take those picks and trade them to someone to acquire a veteran quarterback, which is also an option. So if he decided to do that and if he wanted to get a veteran quarterback, he does have the draft capital to to send to a team, even if he felt like he wanted to give up two picks for a, a talented quarterback right now or a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. And if somebody's willing to listen to him, the trade package, the picks that Houston have, could net him a top 10 quarterback. It could force somebody to say, well, we'll let him, we'll, we'll cut him loose. But why go through all of that? Now, Denver does have, I mean, Houston does have the, the, the interesting trade package. Then AFC, I would love to send them there because of the trade package. Carolina is a team that is really after him too. And we're going to go over that article momentarily after I play this interview. But like I said, the team that appears like the wealthiest ownership group, the Walton family, they up in this thing, they are telling him, Sean Payton, they'll give him whatever he wants to come there. They'll surrender whatever draft capital necessarily to bring Sean Payton to Denver and pair him with Russell Wilson. 
this shouldn't be a big surprise because we knew I knew when Denver seen, I was like, man, that's 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 definitely probably more than likely Denver would be the squad. And of course, you heard the question or the comment made by uh, Ian Rappaport on the back end of that particular report that he spoke about uh, saying it's all about, you know, where, you know, they decide to let Sean Payton go to. It's not really up to Mickey Loomis. Mickey Loomis will do do whatever Sean Payton tells him to do. If he says, I want to go to Denver, Mickey Loomis will take whatever trade compensation Denver offers for him. And, you know, like I said, it's no it's, it's no real sense of urgency. There's no people pushing him to do anything except for the who that nation. And they don't really feel the pre- they've been feeling the pressure in the offseason, but they won't feel they're going to feel that economic pressure in a little bit. So let's see what they do here. Let's listen to Rapport's second article. I mean, interview, excuse me. And then we'll go into our second article. At least again, in the minds of the echo chamber, Sean Payton, who is interviewing with the Broncos as we tape this show today. He already has spoken with the Texans. He is going to speak with the Panthers. It sure seems like, though, Ian, if Sean Payton is going to take a job in this cycle, everything is lined up for Denver, including the fact that their other top candidate, besides Dan Quinn, the Cowboys defensive coordinator, is Jim Harbaugh, who once things didn't advance quickly enough, decided, peace out, I'm going back to And a small snippet of that one, family. But what's really interesting is the fact that we see uh, like Denver probably more than likely being the, the team that uh, he might end up going to. But anyway, let's cover this one right here because all of a sudden the, camp, the Panthers have it going on for them where they want to step up in there and say, hey, man, we want Sean Payton, which would be utterly ridiculous if the Saints even capitulated sending Sean Payton to the Carolina Panthers inside the NFC South. Um, Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's just ridiculous if, you know, and they, and the Panthers are willing to do whatever it takes to land them. According to the article, this is from CBS dropping this Peyton interview. Peyton's owner, David Tepper, reportedly willing to do whatever it takes to get ex Saint coach Sean Peyton as a Carolina Panther. Could you believe that? Now, ultimately, I think Denver is the spot, but you never know in the NFL. The Panthers willing to do whatever it takes to land Sean Peyton in Carolina. Me personally, and I hear what family members say, Q, is just an attempt to kind of get them to add to the fray to get the draft capital up because you'll see two teams compete with each other for the services of Sean Payton because you'll kind of weed out the rest. And then obviously you see uh, the Arizona Cardinals are like the last team there, or you know, according to what's going on on the insiders reports. You see bringing up the rear, the rear is Carolina. I mean, uh, Arizona, then it's Houston and Panthers and now uh, Denver. Those are the two teams. Carolina doesn't have a quarterback. You know, 
Me personally, I wouldn't have. I would have said no to Carolina, but I can understand people saying, "Hey, Q, they, they're going to help rich enrich the pot because you'll have both of these two desperate teams competing for the services of Sean Payton." Which is what I said, family. They actually got people in this world don't even think that Sean Payton would net two first round draft picks. If the Saints can't get two first round draft picks for Sean Payton, one this year and one in next year, it's because they're not focused on two first round draft picks. It should have been a thing said, just like the Saints said, we'll take a first round pick and more. No, it shouldn't be and more. It should be no um, guesswork to this whole equation. You, you get what I'm saying? It should be no guesswork here. It should be, listen, we want two first rounders, whether it's this one, a, a first round this year and one in the next year. And then we'll, you know, and then you can give me a second. You can give me a fourth. We'll work everything else. But I, in order to talk to me, for me to answer my phone and and, and to uh, entertain your conversation, you got to already know that it's going to cost you at least two first round draft picks to talk to him. And they would give him that because teams are desperate because you have a Super Bowl winning coach and teams are desperate for a winning coach to do something. So this is a layup in my in my book. The only way it's not a layup is if they screw it up, which it appears that Mickey Loomis might be on his way to screwing it up. If they don't get two first round draft picks for Sean Payton, man, they are they they're just ridiculous. Bottom line. But anyway, let's get into this one. Carolina seems to be very interested in Peyton. And of course, like we said, Sean Peyton is a popular man these days. The former Saints head coach is mulling a return to the NFL in 23 and clubs are starting to line up for his services. Already the Broncos have made their intentions wooing Peyton known. And now three more teams are in the mix. The Texans officially interviewing the former Super Bowl champion on Monday. NFL media reports that Carolina Panthers and Cardinals have also been granted. And they did talk to him. Peyton, the analyst for Fox, Fox this season, told Hurd. And we played the the, the, the Colin Cowherd, uh, Colin Cow, Patty Cowherd situation here about this and ahead of the interview it appears that Tepper has made his desire crystal clear since he would give Peyton just about anything he wants according to the Washington Post yet the same report cast a doubt on Peyton's interest in return and, and that's not true he's definitely coming back the top is one thing Sean Peyton said that you can set your watch to is that he was going to sit out a year and then come back into coaching because he still has the itch to coach so he has been true to his word on that so far. The top quarterbacks on the Panthers depth chart, Darnold, P.J. Walker, are both set to hit free agency, leaving Carolina with the 2022 third-round pick, Mac Golden Corral, as the only player at the position on the roster. Now, Corral suffered a season-ending foot injury in the preseason. However, the Panthers do not do now have, they, the Panthers do have the ninth overall pick in the upcoming 22 draft, 2023 draft. As of Tuesday, teams have been in the clear to formally interview Peyton. So Peyton said on her, on, on Monday that he has conversations with general manager Mickey Loomis and that the compensation required to get him will be a mid to late first round pick. It is unclear how interested the Saints would be to trade the win in his head coach to a team, a, a team history to a division rival, which is stupid. And he bet not do that. He needs to be if he if if Mickey Loomis does that, if he trades him to the Carolina Panthers and I severely doubt that they will do that that we need to check Loomis for dementia. No doubt about it. it that, that's the, the if, ands, buts about it. We, we, if he does that, he's absolutely, he's, he's definitely out of his mind and needs to be checked uh, for dementia uh, rapidly. So anyway, with that being said, let me pause the, to the question the, to the rest of the family members. Let's talk this to the family members. Who do you think Sean Payton, where do you think he goes out of the four teams? As, uh, we know who the four teams are. Who do you guys, where do you got, give me your order of who you think, think where he goes is it denver is it carolina is it what's your order what's your order of importance you think the teams fall you know do you agree with me is it the broncos uh the texans the panthers and then the last team is the cardinals 
What do you where where do you think he falls? Me personally, I say Denver. Do you agree with me? Do you think Denver uh would be where he goes? We know the best situation would be for the Who That Nation is Houston because they got more draft capital, but it ultimately appears that Panthers, I mean the Panthers is I don't consider them. But at the end of the day, I think it'll ultimately be Denver. That's something I've been getting the last several days that Denver really wants him. They've been wanting Sean Payton for a while. Jerome says QSP is really trying to drive the asking price to one mid-round, first-round pick. He doesn't want to go to a team with limited picks. Indeed, bro. And see, that's why I was saying that you should know that, like, Sean Payton is not your friend, Mickey Lomas. Yeah, Sean's my friend. No, he's not your friend. You know, No, he's, he's not your friend. And I keep saying this because in the NFL, they should know these big, these grown ass people should already understand that it's a competitive game. Now, if Sean Payton go to Denver and he start beating the Saints enough and he's beat like, you know, and or say he goes to a rival and he's beating a rival and then you can't beat him week after week. That costs you your job. So your friend that was here that went to a rival team is now beating you and knocking your ass out of work. <laughs> they don't forget about all that, man. You know, this is, you know. This is, this is, you can't, Sean Payton, look at, look at that, look at that, that, that picture right here. <laughs> look at his face, <laughs> that impish face of his right there. But anyway, listen, all I'm saying is what's interesting. And a lot of family members saying it's Denver. Q is Denver. It's Denver, Denver. It's either Denver or Houston. Uh, uh, Favre, Focos is Denver, Arizona, Panthers and Texans. I know we prefer the Texans because of the picks, but it it just seems like to me with everything coming that Denver's more than likely going to be the winner of the Sean Payton sweepstakes. And what happens is they, they have that late first round pick and really he kind of dropped game. And that's why I was picking up the little clues. I'm good at sorting out the clues. And he dropped, he said a mid to late first round pick. What? You mean to tell me when you get a coach like Sean Payton, Sean Payton is not chopped liver. He's a good coach. But in a proper in a proper setting, he can take your team from worst to first and have you as a contender. Isn't that work a top 10 pick? You know, he's saying stuff that Mickey Loomis ain't even saying. Like, I think the Saints draft cap uh, draft request at first, he didn't want to tell you he was hinting on it. And then Colin Cowpad kept kind of pushing on him to tell you the truth. And ultimately, he did say, well, I think the compensation will be either a late first, a mid to late first. And I'm like, wow. How in the hell did we get down to a mid first round pick for Sean Payton? He's worth at least two. Listen, if you don't give me nothing but two first round, we're going to start there. We're going to start with two first round picks. I want one this year and one next year. You see? Even you know, even if we if we start with any picks at all, family, I want two first round picks for Sean Payton, Super Bowl winning coach. What is he? Fifty nine years of age. He he's re- totally refreshed. He's not worn out. He could take your team from first to worst. Uh, from fir- from fir- first to worst. <laughs> That's Dennis Allen could take your team from first to worst. Sean Payton can take him from worst to first. He can be a major blessing for the Broncos. But you're going to give me at least, if Broncos are the team, they're going to give you that 29th pick, but you're going to give me a first round the next year. Then you can give me a second or you can give me a third and a fourth, but I'm going to have at least two first round picks for Sean Payton. They got people out here that think that you're not going to get that. Sit up here in the comment section saying that you ain't going to get no two first round draft picks, multiple first round picks for Sean Payton. 
what world, better yet, what dope is you smoking? And after that, what world are you living in on or what rock are you under where you don't think that Sean Payton, who has all these wins, is not worthy of at least two first round draft picks? The only way we don't get that is if Mickey Loomis, eh, well, you know, IQ, I was just trying to get to, you know, get him out of the building. You know, we got to have at least two first round picks, especially if it's Denver. You're going to get a late first round pick. You're not going to get another pick next year. No, bro. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But Peyton knew when Mickey Loomis didn't even say nothing about it. And of course, we know Peyton knows because Peyton tells Mickey Loomis what to do, even if in his rival. Mickey, let me tell you something, bro. Sean Payton is not your friend. Sean Payton is looking to go to a team. And when he goes to that team, he's looking at the trade packages. He's already thinking like he's the coach of whatever team he's going to. So he's going to he's going to scam you on the picks because he don't want to give you draft capital that he need to put to his team. So he's on. He ain't thinking of the best welfare of the New Orleans Saints, Mickey Loma. So stop saying he your friend. He not your friend anymore. This is a competitive business where you can have somebody you cool with. They can be on the opposite side coaching against you. You coaching against you. You lose enough to them. You're going to end up losing a job. But ultimately, what ended up happening is a lot of nepotism. That guy more than likely will hire you to come onto his team and work for him. That's how Dennis Allen kept a job. <laughs> That's how Dennis Allen kept a job in the good old boy circle. You see? But anyway, it my my take on it is, you know, we're gonna see what this is gonna be interesting, but I think this is gonna come to a head very soon. This is not gonna drag out. We should I'm saying family, and within the next seven days, we're gonna have this resolved. And hopefully we'll have a plan. Yeah, we gotta have a plan all together. Yeah, we're gonna you know, QI just finished drinking, you know, my orange juice and and eat my clam chowder. And let me tell you something. I mean, that stuff really cleans you out. But we got to do whatever we got to do. And yeah, we got to put it together. And at the end of the day, we got to make sure we go over here and we go over there. And we're going to find out exactly what we got to do. And listen, I don't care what you say. Sean is my friend. Me and Sean Payton have coffee together. We ate donuts together. You know what? Let me. You know, we ate donuts together, Q. So you know, all fiddly sticks to what you're talking about. Sean Payton is my friend, and I'm gonna do whatever is best for Sean. I mean, for the New Orleans Saints organization. How dare you ask me that, Q? You know, well, how dare you ask me that? How dare you tell me that I'm not gonna do the best for Sean Payton? I mean, for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I know, Mickey. Yeah, yeah. You gonna do what's best for Sean Payton? Sean Payton is telling your ass, how Sean Payton going to tell her who that nation that the compensation for him will be a mid first round pick and a late first round pick when Mickey Loomis didn't say nothing about picks. <laughs> who giving who marching orders here? I told y'all, man, Sean's an A and we got a bunch of B's at top of the Saints. <laughs> That's alphas and betas. Okay. Before your mind get to wondering, okay, before your mind get to wondering, that's alphas and betas. That ain't the other stuff. All right. All right, so anyway, all right, fam, let's keep it moving, man. Let's go to this one right here, man, from WWL. Who will be the Saints quarterback in 2023? Here's some options. Shout out to Brian because Brian was asking me about this one. I answered to the best of my ability, but let's see what they say about it. The Saints have been in quarterback turmoil since Drew Brees left retirement, and that's their Saints' fault, by the way. They've been We had Drew Brees for a very long time. He sat on top of the team for 12-something-plus years, 
and the Saints had an opportunity to replace him with a young rookie quarterback they could have drafted high or traded up for. They totally whiffed on it. They went and got offensive linemen that we didn't need, drafted a center and tried to turn him into the guard. We didn't need to do that. We drafted a guy who's a bust right now who shouldn't even be on the team. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The guy that slaps the other guy upside the helmet. He's a total bust. You know, so they passed on, destroyed it, had an opportunity at veteran quarterbacks, gave up draft capital compensation, third round picks and other things. The lame veterans, veterans come here, do well, lie to them, backstab them. They leave. And then you got a screwed up quarterback situation. You know, so I, it's just what we talk about, man. So the Saints are one of many teams that have not found their long term answer at quarterback. Not found because they're not looking. <laughs> the only answer to the quarter to a long term QB situation in the city of New Orleans is to draft a good quarterback. There are t- there are tons of really good quarterbacks that are coming out of these drafts. The Saints are not looking at these guys. I don't know what they're looking at, but they're not looking at drafting quarterbacks that can build the team into the future, that can carry the team into the future. They're keep, they keep coming out every year, really good young quarterbacks that ha- in the right situation can help you win. The Saints just simply look right past them and pick up people that we don't, to be honest with you, we don't really need. You know, we didn't really need Cesar Ruiz's picking right there. We could have went somewhere else. Pat Queen. We could have had Pat Queen that year. We could have another player. We didn't need Davenport was was going to be available later on in the draft. You reached to get Davenport, just like we reached to get Peyton Turner to a degree. People felt Peyton Turner was going to be available in the second round. The Saints reached and grabbed him. The thing is interesting is, okay, they drafted him because they said it reminded him of Davenport. My thing is, and I've been saying this for a long time, let's stop drafting Davenports. Can we draft a Cam, a Cam Jordan type defensive end can we start looking for the prototypes of cam jordans and if you like drew Brees so much instead of looking at Taysom hill types can't we look at drew drew Brees types let's stop drafting those types and draft the productive types that we that we've had success on how we drafting a davenport type player and davenport ain't hitting on nothing well he is hitting on the, the carolina panthers player i mean that's and getting thrown out of the game but it's just really amazing watching draft after draft about the situation in New Orleans. And now we in a situation where we don't know who the man going to be. We saw we simply don't know. After being spoiled, they say spoiled for 16 years with one of the NFL's most decorated quarterbacks in Drew Brees. The team has dealt with nothing short of tumultuousness at the top of the position since Brees retirement. That's in 2022. Family, we are in 2023. Drew Brees, Brees been gone. Brees was actually... Gone in that year when he was playing, he was banged up to hell, couldn't get out of the way. Saint still wasn't looking to replace him. Boss is here. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family. With more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit 
up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. There was no no vision in a new quarterback. It wasn't. Because a lot of that had to tie to Sean Payton because we knew he knew his limitations. The team has yet to find a clear successor post-breeze. There are many quarterbacks who may be available through free agency or the NFL draft that the team could pursue. Let's look at the options. Jameis Winston. Winston was slated to be the Saints' uh, breeze's successor after he was named the starter ahead of the 21 season. He started the season strong, leading the Saints to a 4-2 record, but suffered an ACL tear in Week 7 that season, which derailed what may have been a career resurgence in New Orleans. He had two really good numbers that year. Winston was again named the starter ahead in the 22 campaign, but started only three games after suffering a back injury in the season opener that nagged him throughout the season, leading him to be replaced by Andy Dalton. It wasn't just a back issue. He had a foot issue too. He had multiple real crippling injuries that occurred uh, that started the season off. Plus he was rehabbing from the previous ones. Then he had two he picked up in the new year, that made him look like crap. And then in the Atlanta game, he didn't look comfortable. Then they give him a, a back shot. You pause. They give him a shot of, you know, whatever, and killed that pain. He went up there and tore Atlanta up, him and Mike Thomas, in that third in that fourth quarter. was probably one of the best fourth quarters that I ever seen in, in, in Saints football, what they did to Atlanta. When the Saints came from behind, my, that's what make me look. When Mike Thomas is healthy, that's what you get. Man, I'll wait for that another year. He told them people up in one game against the Atlanta Falcons, him and Jameis Winston. They told them boys up and stole that game from him. He was he was messed up, beat up pretty bad. The great part about it is he comes back totally healthy for the upcoming year. But the issue is, will he be on this team? That's the next thing. Winston is the only quarterback the team has under contract ahead of the 2023 season. But belief around the league is that Winston may want to move on from the team after the 2022 season. While those rumors are unconfirmed, his future in New Orleans is uncertain at best. And y'all know this because of the what happened between him and Dennis Allen. He's, you know, Dennis Allen violated one of the, the core tenants in, in NFL circles about not allowing you to lose your job due to injury. He set him down. Jameis went out. You know, I, I'm telling you, Jameis had to have an interview. Went, went to Mickey Loomis and said, hey, man, he not going to play me. Mickey, help me. Mickey, I'll talk to Dennis. And the next thing you know, he talking to the media. He he gets in Dennis Allen's doghouse because Dennis Allen's pissed because he talked to the media, the exposing for the liar that he is. So he And I told y'all when this happened, I said he won't play Jameis for the rest of the year. I told y'all that because he's petty. He puts his own petty bull crap ahead of the team. And definitely Jameis could have did uh, better than what Andy Dalton did, especially if he was healthy enough to play. People like to say he looked bad, but they don't want put the extra information in there that he was fighting several injuries and he wasn't healthy. If you set him down, they set him down for a couple of months. The injury, the staff looked at him. He came off the injury report. The team, the doctors say he was good enough to play as good as he got. And Dennis Allen said no and kept Dalton on top of the team for the rest of the season. And you are a seven and 10 ball club and missed the playoffs in two consecutive years. Next on the list, Andy Dalton, Mr. Checkdown himself after Winston's injury in 21 season was uh, saw unprecedented amounts of quarterback inconsistencies with the likes of Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill and Ian Book at the helm. Dalton, a former starter and pro bowl player was brought in 
ahead of the 22 season to serve as Jameis's backup. Dalton was thrust into the starting role in week four and started the rest of the way, leading the team an unceremoniously six and eight record while Dalton finished with season with a career best 60, almost 67% completion rate. He also had a very pedestrian 2,871 yards passing with 18 touchdowns and nine picks. Remember a lot of this was in garbage time. Now a lot of this is in garbage. A lot of Andy Dalton stats came in garbage time moments. I'm like, that's my little asterisk because people look at it and say, man, he did real good. Q. He drew for eight touchdowns, first nine interceptions, almost 2,900 yards, man. What y'all tripping on a 67% completion rating, man. Andy Dalton had it cooking for the saints. No, 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 no. Watch the games. A lot of his statistics was accumulated in garbage time stats. We did. We sat here up in here on live streams watching this stuff. Live streams doing the full live stream three hours at a time. We watched this dude play. Nothing, nothing tremendous about him at all. Taysom Hill. This may be considered a chaos scenario for the Saints. Hill is undoubtedly a talented player, but his prospects as a full time starting quarterback in NFL Hadn't ha, have never been high. He'll spent the 22 season listed as a tight end on the team's unofficial depth chart, but continuing his typical gadget role for the team, taking snaps on offense at quarterback, running back, tight end, as well as on special teams as a kick returner and gunner. He'll finish the season with 12 touchdowns, seven rushing, two receiving, two passing, and one on a fumble return for a block punt. When while Hill is under contract with the Saints for 23, his effectiveness as a utility piece in offense all but certainly means the team will look elsewhere for the starting quarterback. It is also worth noting that if Hill does become the starting quarterback, his contract gets much more expensive. This won't happen. Taysom Hill is nobody's starting quarterback. The Saints gave Taysom Hill an opportunity this season to operate out of the quarterback position. You will see plays where Taysom would have the option to throw or run in the majority of the times he would take the option to run. It takes he ha, he doesn't have a QB clock in his head. He doesn't go through his progressions. Listen, we sit up here and watch Taysom Hill all year long, even when and it doesn't make sense to me because they would stack the box against Taysom Hill. Taysom would still run through a stacked box. Sometimes he bared a lot of positive plays because he would simply trust his strength and run through the arms of defenders. Sometimes he would get tackled for a loss. But what's really intriguing and interesting is he, he says that he wants to be a quarterback, but when he's given opportunity to throw the ball, he didn't throw the ball. He would, he would step six, seven yards behind the line of scrimmage on the shotgun play. Taysom Hill would snap the ball, would look to his left, don't go through any progressions, and he would look to his left and run right. And I'm like, bro, bro, dude, at sometimes, you know what? You probably would have threw at least 10 touchdowns this year if you would just, just go through your progressions because most of the time they stack the box against Taysom, which means one-on-one matchups with his wide receivers. If he can actually just throw the ball or get the ball out of his hand, he got one-on-ones easily because they're more afraid of him as a runner than they ever are of him as a passer. This is facts. And another thing, the the uh, Pete Carmichael didn't do a terrific overall job of giving Taysom Hill more plays to pass. Whatever little plays they had, it was very limited. And I was saying, listen, if you want to keep give him, you know, get work, work a Taysom Hill, give him 10 plays, you know, give him 10, you know, offensive passing plays where they give an opportunity, 10 really good passing plays that he knows really well. Or I would even justify it by saying, give him five passing plays that he mastered and he knows very well. 
just for the threat that if he can run those five passing plays really well, they would allow him to throw the ball because they scared of him running the ball. They really are. And he could have, he could have really, they could have took more of an advantage of the threat of Taysom Hill as a runner than of the passer. So that he's not a serious option at the QB position. He's not. And of course, as we hit the free agency market, here's the tart, Derek Carr. Las Vegas quarterback, well, David Carr, Derek Carr, is expected to become either a free agent or trade bait after the team controversially benched him for the final two games of the 22 season, signifying the, the probable end of his tenure. Carr was the Raiders' second-round pick in 2014's NFL draft, a selection made by current Saints head coach Den, Dennis Allen. Let me repeat that again. Carr was the Raiders' second-round pick in 2014's NFL draft, a selection made by current Saints head coach Dennis Allen while he was the head coach in Oakland. Carr's statistics have been strong, but he's only had two winning seasons out of nine in the league, including a 6-9 and nine record in 2022 before being benched. And Dennis Allen can laugh at him and say, hey, man, we went 7-10. We had more, more wins than you. Now, Allen was fired four games into Carr's rookie season, but the draft connection between the two may serve as a catalyst for a possible reunion. If the Saints do choose to pursue Carr, the price tag would be hefty. Man, let me tell you something, fam. This is this this has an interesting spin to it. Derek Carr as a Saint quarterback and Dennis Allen picked him and he's available now. You know, We'll see, man. But I, it's something to this, man. Question. Uh, Gundam says, uh, if Q, if a coach decides to stay with Fox, and t- does that mean the Saints? That's right. They get nothing. If Coach Payton sounds like none of this and he goes back to Fox, he can sit up there until the clock run out and the Saints get nothing for him. They get absolutely nothing for him. So you're absolutely right. Zero compensation for him. He can go wherever he want without giving up picks. So, yeah. But would tr- Payton be trifling enough to do that to you? Would he be trifling enough to do that to you? Well, you know, I don't know. All right, the next guy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Just like Carr, Garoppolo was a second-round pick in 2014 draft. He served as the backup to Brady in his first season, started with the Patriots' first two games in 2015. After Brady was suspended for his role in the Deflategate scandal, he was traded to the Niners in 2017 and has been with the team ever since, leading him to a Super Bowl appearance in 2020. Now listen, remember what really happened. What really happened in New England was the fact that Tom Brady wanted Garoppolo out of there. And I don't know if y'all remember this or not, but I was paying attention to this, that he wanted Garoppolo traded because he didn't like the fact that he felt competition. Tom Brady wanted to be his team and Bill Belichick was bucking Tom Brady about trading uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. That's how petty Tom Brady is. I don't want no competition and Garoppolo made him sweat a little bit. So he forced Belichick didn't want to do it, but they traded them. Y'all remember that? It was widely expected Garoppolo would be traded or released ahead of the 22 season as the 49ers intended to start and develop a young second year quarterback in Trey Lance. He was uh, signed to a one year contract extension after Lance suffered a season ending uh, injury, ankle injury in week two. Garoppolo was elevated to the starting role again. Garoppolo then suffered a foot injury in week 13, which effectively ended the season open the door for rookie Brock Purdy to take, I mean, the 49ers, you want to talk about a team with so much luck, Trey Lance, did, you know, was doing his thing. Then Garoppolo comes in, was doing his thing. And then Brock Purdy for real, the 49ers just can't seem to, to, to mess up. Now, as was the case in 2022, it was widely believed that Garoppolo would be a free agent this off season. More so now, since the 49ers have two young quarterbacks 
on team-friendly contracts. While his numbers haven't been staggering, Garoppolo has been a consistent winner throughout his career, and pursuing him might be the Saints' most cost-friendly option if they're looking to upgrade at the position. Captain Checkdown, Garoppolo is the guy. He loved to check the ball down, man. He's a guy that liked the chapter, but he is. You can't get away from his two things I like about Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a smart quarterback. He won't force things in there most of the times. Uh, he's a smart quarterback. He knows his limit, his limitations there, uh, and he operates accordingly. The two things I don't like about Jimmy Garoppolo, it's only one really big thing I don't like about, well, two things, actually. Number one, he's constantly injured. He's made of uh, paper mache. That's number one. Number two is he's, he checks down the ball a little too much for me. He check it, checks the ball down way too much for me, way too much. But outside of that, Garoppolo, mm, you know, he's he's an upgrade over Andy Dalton. Lamar Jackson, now this is a stretch right here. Undoubtedly, the most talented quarterback on the list would surprisingly come with the biggest price tag. Not Lamar Jackson, not the guy you passed up on to take Davenport. Now, oh, good golly, are we looking to try to land Lamar Jackson? Do we really want Lamar Jackson? You know, you know, like Mickey says, fiddly sticks. How are we looking at Lamar Jackson when we passed on Lamar Jackson to take Marcus Davenport several years ago? Now we want to go back to Lamar Jackson? Well, all fiddly sticks. You know, this is it's amazing, man. This is absolutely amazing. We passed on Lamar Jackson during the draft to take Davenport, and Davenport is an absolute bust. An absolute bust. Absolutely just comes back to bite you in the backside. Undoubtedly, the most talented quarterback on the list and would unsurprisingly come with the biggest price tag. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson is slated to become a free agent. He's not going to make it there. These people will franchise tag this man. They're going to franchise tag this man. Jackson will most definitely be given the franchise tag by the Ravens, meaning they will have executive or exclusive rather negotiation privileges with him through at least the 23 season. If the Ravens do decide to part ways with Jackson, his free agent market would include several teams, all of whom would have offered a yearly salary in the neighborhood of $50 million per year, a tag that the Saints would struggle to manage given their salary cap commitments. So the only way you get Lamar out of there is if you would trade for him, which the Ravens are not in the market of looking to trade this, to trade for Lamar. They're not giving Lamar Jackson up. And I know about all the stuff that's going on there. People advocating for him to get a contract. There is no other options for the Ravens at this point. They're not going to let Lamar Jackson go. Trust me, they're not. They're going to franchise tag Lamar Jackson. He's not going anywhere and they're going to hold him until they can work out an agreement. Now, he can very well hold out. And make it difficult and force a trade out, which is a whole nother uh, a ball of wax altogether. But that is something that I don't think will happen. If you wanted them, you should have drafted them instead of drafting that bum ass Davenport. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, likely considered a number of options this offseason, ranging anywhere from retirement to returning to his old team, the New Orleans, I mean, the, the, New, the New England Patriots. A report surfaced just before the 2020 season kicked off detailed that Brady and the Saints had mutual interest and that he was a team's contingency plan had Breeze retired before the 2020 season. While that obviously never materialized, it's unclear if the interest still remains. Much of the interest Brady had in the Saints was due to Sean Payton. Indeed, what's intriguing and interesting about the Tom Brady thing, and like I said before, this ship has sailed. It's three, it sailed three years ago. And that was due to the Saints. Now, you could have had another Super Bowl. You could have had two more Super Bowls if Tom Brady would have, if you'd have signed Tom Brady 
gave, you know, and this is the thing. Drew Brees was at the end of his contract. And if the Saints was a smart, decisive team, they would have told Drew Brees, thank you for your services and would have moved on to Tom Brady. Now, in the last three years, you would have had at least two Super Bowls with Tom Brady and Sean Payton operating together. You'd have had at least two Super Bowls now. The Saints effed all of that up when they when they waited for Drew Brees, when they should have said, listen, Drew, thank you. We're going to move on. Let we didn't, Drew done gave us every and anything he could muster. Them last three years with Drew Brees, you could keep them. You can keep them. But the, but you had an opportunity with those three years with Tom Brady and that would not, and Sean Payton would not be, be on Fox. The whole future, listen, family, the whole future changes. If we span back that offseason with Drew Brees' contract ended. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And the Saints had an opportunity to bring Tom Brady in here three years ago, that first year when, when Tampa Bay won their first, their first Super Bowl there. Had the Saints made the decisive call to get rid of Drew Brees and said, thank you for your services and moved on, your entire future changes. You'd have had at least one Super Bowl, at least probably two of them, maybe one Super Bowl win and a Super Bowl appearance with Tom Brady in New Orleans. That's number one. Number two, Sean Payton wouldn't be talking about, he wouldn't be talking about sports on Fox right now. He would still be sitting on top of the Saints team as the head coach. Your whole future changes with one smart, decisive move by Mickey Loomis sitting up there half sleeping up there. So, I mean, it just goes to show you. So, the Tom Brady thing, that's not going to happen. Sean Payton going elsewhere, Tom Brady going elsewhere. He wouldn't dare come down here and be the, the, the take over the – well, then again, his petty meter is off the chain. You know, his petty meter is off the chain. So, if he wanted to really show Drew Brees, at, Drew Brees up and stick his thumb in Drew Brees' eyes, he could opt to sign a one-year deal with the Saints, right? Take command of the offense, right? just like he did in Tampa Bay, and win a Super Bowl in the Saints uniform, right? Just And put his records up because he already took Drew's records down. Win a Super Bowl in New Orleans because that's really what he was aiming at because he's super petty. You think Drew Brees, keep thanking Tom Brady, your, fr- your friend. Tom <laughs> Tom Brady is ultra mega, mega sword petty. You know, super petty. So if, he, if I believe he's that petty to take the job for one year, Dennis Allen won't tell him nothing. He'll basically run the offense where he wants. He'll name his people. And at least we'll have some leadership there. The Saints would do a better job of protecting them. They got better talent around them. You still got Elvin Kamara, Chris Olave, Mike Thomas. I think he will return. You got some people there. But at the end of the day, Sean Payton and him was the, the, the connection. That was the magnetism. Without Sean Payton, there's no Tom Brady. But then again, I don't know. Brady is super petty. He might. He, we'll have to monitor, but I doubt it. And of course, the rookies. 
Uh, the consensus among NFL draft analysts is that there are three quarterbacks who are, are definite locks to be first round picks in NFL's draft. We're talking about Alabama's Bryce Young. They're saying Will Levis. I don't know about Will Levis. Ohio State's C.J. Strauss. Florida's Anthony Richardson. I don't know if Anthony Richardson is a first round draft pick. I don't know if they're going to draft him in the first round. I don't know. Tennessee Hendon Hooker should be a first round pick pending where he is in his injuries. What he looks like since the injury that he happened during the season with Tennessee, where is he at in his rehab process right now? But also ultimately, a lot of this will be amplified due to the combine. When the combine start to cooking and snapping, you'll see a lot of these quarterbacks have, you know, they kind of put themselves in better position because, you know, you have these, these early rankings come out about these quarterbacks and guys like Will Levis and the rest of these guys tend to fall or, or place higher than what they should be. And then when they go through these combine workouts, you see they start to level where they belong. So I like Anthony Richardson. He got a lot of game to him, but he missing a lot. He, you know, he needs a lot of work. I don't see him as a first round quarterback. Hendon Hooker is, but it depends on where he is because he's fantastic, but it depends on where he is in his rehab process. Bryce Young and CJ Straw, no doubt about it. Those are first round talents off top. Will Levis, Good, but I don't say he's a, I wouldn't say he's a first round quarterback. They're reaching on that. But you know how it is. Shell, they picked uh what's the guy from Chicago? Uh that was a Chicago quarterback. They picked him with the fifth overall pick. What was his name? I forgot him. Mean, he wasn't worth no fifth round pick. What's the guy? He plays for Pittsburgh now. I forgot his name, the back up there. Anyway, in order for the Saints to be in the mix for uh Tr- Trubisky. Trubisky wasn't no first round draft pick. <laughs> You are no first round quarterback, but they make it in there, though. In order for the Saints to be in the mix for one of the top three young Levis or Straw, it would also certainly mean acquiring a first round pick. If Peyton agrees to turns with the Cardinals, third round pick. I mean, third overall pick. Carolina, ninth pick. Houston, second and 12th picks. The Saints would likely receive those picks as compensation, meaning they could potentially select one of those three. Now, if Peyton remains with Fox sports and doesn't agree to the available jobs, or if the saints don't pull the rabbit out of their hat and acquire a first round pick through other means, then young straw and Levis will be off the table. Richardson and hooker will likely be in round two. That's what I'm saying. I think those are round two guys, but if hooker is good to go, he's around one guy, but the consensus is that neither prospect will be ready to play in the NFL right away. Meaning the saints will likely have to find another quarterback at the start in the interim. And listen, I've said this before. Do you really think, that with the heat on Dennis Allen this year to win and him very well could be fired by uh, the middle of next season or till toward the back end of the season. Is he really going to put his faith in the hands of a rookie quarterback? Hmm. Just a question. You know, I get, I, I have to ask the questions and then final article before we get ready to leave out of here, Ronald Curry among saints coaches selected for the senior bowls coaching staff. Ronald Curry is a guy we talked about should get a boost on, in the Saints organization. Let's get on this one. Senior Bowl is right around the corner. It's critical stepping stone towards the 23 draft as far as uh, foremost look at the collegiate all-stars. This is one of the most important early scouting interview opportunities for NFL teams like the Saints who have consistently selected from the pool of players represented in Mobile, Alabama. This year, they'll get an even closer look with four assistants named to be Senior Bowl or Senior Bowl coaching staff. In the past, Senior Bowl would choose their coaches by selecting an entire NFL staff. This year, they changed their approach by selecting from talent nominated by NFL clubs. Here's a more detailed 
uh, from the Senior Bowl press release. And this is what they're saying. Under a new arrangement to promote professional development, NFL football operations has implemented a coach up format where coordinators and assistant coaches are placed into elevated or different roles from the ones they currently hold with their respective clubs. Head coach and general manager from all nine playoff teams and the opportunity to nominate assistant coaches and those candidates were then selected by a group of comprised of league office executives, representatives from the general manager advisory committee and senior board leadership. While not all coaching uh, staff uh, placements have been made public, the highlight for New Orleans will be passing game coordinator quarterbacks coach Ronald Curry. Curry serves as NFL team offensive coordinator in Mobile. The Saints have highlighted Curry's trajectory multiple times and look to be setting him up on a path to, all, a path to offensive coordinator with their club or elsewhere. Curry's coaching profile has continued to draw attention as he ascended the ranks in New Orleans, along with the additional three Saints coaches who will be named at a later time. Curry will help the Saints get an up-close and personal look at some premier talent in this year's NFL's class. Quarterbacks like BYU's Jaron Hall, who's good, Fresno State's Jake Hayner, and Max Dugan of TCU, big heart, probably the, one of the biggest-hearted quarterbacks in the game, gutsy quarterback. Uh, and and, and uh, Max Duke uh, Duggan, as should uh, Hacksaw Duggan, and he should running and running backs like Tulane hometown project Tajay Spears. Draft this guy by all measurements. I don't care what you got to do, New Orleans Saints people. You better get your ass on and get Tajay Spears at all costs. He's a bona fide uh, talent. And with stuff about to shake for Elvin Kamara next year with his public stuff coming up in the case stuff, don't let Tajay Spears go to anybody else. The Saints need to draft Tajay Spears out of Tulane. He is absolutely phenomenal. The kid is phenomenal. But what is but what really exciting here is to see Curry's profile continues to build. At the senior bros, they say draft this draft starts in Mobile and so too many the next step for Curry. So here we go. Saints always have talent there. A really good coaches like Ronald Curry, who is the QB coach slash passing game coordinator, I think his official uh, tag is with uh, with New Orleans. But at the same time, uh, we need to kind of look at guys like this. We need fresh blood there, and and we'll see exactly what happened uh, with once Mickey gets fun, finished with his evaluations. They haven't granted any permission to any of these other teams to listen to uh, to interview their coordinators, so. We don't know if they did. It hadn't been reported they did. But what we know right now is that they haven't uh, issued uh, uh, permission to interview either one of the coordinators, uh, either Ryan Nielsen or Coach Richard right now. But anyway, let's uh, do a recap before we get on out of here. We kind of recap Sean Payton landing spots. Broncos remain in strong position to acquire former Saints coach. We talked about that today and how the Broncos are lining up. They're saying they're going to do whatever it takes to land, land Sean Payton. And the thing is, so is the the – Carolina Panthers. So David Tepper is saying the same thing. We got to do whatever it takes to land them. So we got two teams with the same mentality. We should at least get two first round picks out of the deal for Sean Payton. If we got them teams that really want him that bad, even though I'd be kind of not want to trade them to Carolina, but unfortunately they're in the fray here. So anyway, we'll see how it all goes, but this should come to head in the next several days. All right. And also we talked about that. We also covered, uh, the quarterback situation and options from the QB position because one of the big stones to fall right now is obviously Sean Payton. You know, where does Coach Payton go? What kind of compensation we get for him? But once we get him on up out of here, the next clear thing outside will be who will be the quarterback because we need we need a quarterback at the top of the position. We don't have a coach, but we need a quarterback at the top of the, at the, at, at the position. 
you know, to kind of have some sort of success. Boy, what a crazy year ahead. And of course, final Ronald Curry uh, getting his opportunity to coach at the Senior Bowl, which is really cool. So anyway, with that being said, listen, family, I appreciate y'all chiming in on this episode of The Coma. We're going to be doing the Pelican post-game report tonight. The Pels uh, line up to take on the Heat tonight in the Smoothie King Center. Pelicans will be having a live scoreboard that'll be going down on the Pelican Post Game Report channel on YouTube. If you want to check that out, please feel free to go over there. And then later on after the Pelican Post Game Report live scoreboard ends, we will then have the Pelican Post Game Report recap of what happens. And I'm saying that the Pelicans should beat the Heat tonight. I'm being super positive on this one. We'd love to see a W. So with that being said, I'm going to get out. Listen, I appreciate every last one of y'all for joining me for this uh, Wednesday episode of the Pelican Post. I mean, <laughs> I do too much. Other sports going. <laughs> yeah, you see that, Q? Yeah, you guys said the Pelican Post game report. Ah. Anyway, but yeah, please feel free, family, to do me a favor. Hit the like button if you hadn't hit it. Hit the subscribe button. Feel free to share the show on your social media feed. And also feel free to check out, check out, check out, check out the Pro Shop. We got hundreds of products available at the Pro Shop. All purchases help out the platform. Got a lot of good things popping coming up in the month of March. Uh, the website about to be on fleek. We about to yeah, just a lot of great stuff for content creators. We taking it to the next level. We trailblazers over here. You know how we rocking. We're about to take it to a whole new level. And I appreciate you guys support for doing that. So with that being said, I'm going to get out on that. Much love to the fam and who that tell you. Yeah. And I'm a who that I'm a who that long as I'm living, I'm a who that lose all winning, I'm a who that sports coma, yeah. This is where we do that. Where we do that, 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 boogie like this, and I'm a who that I'm a who that sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Download at the Pro Shops. We have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that to Daily.com. That's right, the Who That Daily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, Who That Daily.com is your site. The Who That Daily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.